everyone, and thank you for joining me for this podcast. Now, familiar to parents with young children, head lice can in fact be a problem at any age. Although an infestation with these parasites is not pleasant, it rarely has serious effects and can be readily treated. So in this podcast, what I'd like to do is talk about the life cycle of these little creatures, lice detection, and then talk a bit about the treatment options that people have available. Head lice, or to give it the latter name, the Pedicullius capitis, are tiny, little wingless, parasitic insects that depend on humans for their survival. They're about two to three millimetres long, they live close to the skin for warmth, and they feed by sucking tiny amounts of blood from the scalp. Despite the common belief that they can be caught from animals, head lice only live on humans. In fact, they're so specialised to living on humans that lice in Africa prefer oval hair shafts, while those in North America prefer round shafts. Lice rarely, if ever, cause physical health problems other than itching of the scalp. They don't carry or transmit disease, nor are they an indicator of poor hygiene. The females lay their whitish oval eggs, or nits, on individual hairs within a centimetre of the scalp. Nits found much further down the shaft of the hair are old and will have already hatched. The female can lay up to 10 eggs a day and will lay 50 to around 100 eggs before she ultimately dies. They take about 7 to 10 days to hatch. So who gets lice? Well, as I said, people of any age can suffer a head lice infestation, but children of school age are most susceptible. Head lice can walk from head to head if they're in direct contact which often happens when children play together, but they can't swim, fly, hop or jump. Let's talk about the life cycle of a head lice, which I think is absolutely fascinating. So, let's start with the egg or the knit. It's a yellow-white oval egg case, about one millimetre in length, and it's cemented by the female at an angle to the hair shaft close to the follicle in the scalp. You then have the first nymph, so after about 7 or 10 days, the young louse emerges from the egg. During the first stage of growth, it's translucent. The louse already then in the second nymph stage resembles an adult, and it's developed its characteristic reddish-brown colour. A third nymph is the penultimate stage of development, and the louse has now almost reached adult size. The adult males live for about 30 days on the host, relying on a constant supply of blood for food. Without feeding, a louse can only survive away from a human host for about 24 hours or so. The adult female, well, 7 to 10 days after hatching, the female louse is herself ready to begin laying her own eggs. And as I said, she can lay up to about 10 a day. Adult lice are often difficult to see in hair, but they will obviously be present before the eggs are laid. The main symptom in the affected person is an itchy scalp but this can take up to three months to develop after the initial infestation. Lice droppings may fall onto the pillow at night, and this is a good indicator of their presence. Combing is the most effective way of checking for head lice if an infestation is suspected. The procedure is sometimes referred to as the detection ritual. A little plastic detection comb, available from the chemist, good lighting and an ordinary comb are necessary for detection. Hair should be washed as normal with ordinary shampoo and then conditioned. Some authorities advise 
um, or advise rather, using oil rather than a conditioner. You can take a white towel or a sheet, place it around the base of the head, and then wet hair is combed with the ordinary comb. The hair is combed outwards from the scalp with the detection comb. The comb is wiped on the towel after each stroke. And the conditioner or the oil actually makes the hair slippery so that the lice have difficulty gripping, and then more easily, therefore, combed out. So it takes about 15 minutes or so to perform that detection process. So let's say that you discover lice. What are your treatment options? Well, infestation with head lice can be incredibly irritating and actually embarrassing for the sufferer. Fortunately, there's a range of treatments available to combat the problem. And I've talked about combing already, but combing and chemicals are quite a potent mix. Recently, there's been some concern about various lice treatments available over the counter, as they're insecticides and may actually damage the hair and cause skin irritation. As a result, some doctors have advocated regular and just methodical wet combing with the conditioner or the oil, as I've alluded to already, as just a safe means of treatment. Although it's an excellent way to detect lice, there's been no evidence to suggest that it's effective for treating the problem. However, if this method is used, the routine has to be repeated every three days for at least two weeks. That will remove the lice emerging from the eggs between the treatments. The definitive treatment is by using chemical lotions. These are um, really categorised into three main groups. The pyrethroids, uh, malathion and carbaryl. Now, they're all effective, although there's been reports of resistance. Now, in the past, it was advised that if uh, one member of a household was found to have lice, the rest of the household should be treated. But that really is unnecessary. Instead, the advice nowadays is just to inform all household members, uh, friends, close contacts, so that they can each perform their own detection ritual, if you like. Only those with live, active lice need to be chemically treated. So how can we actually prevent the spread of head lice? Well, a number of simple steps will stop the infestation spreading. Combing regularly leads to early detection. Vacuuming the house thoroughly to remove any hairs which may actually have nits attached to them is proven uh, really quite effective. And simply just washing clothes, especially any headgear and bedding, at about 50 degrees for at least 10 minutes to ensure the eggs have been destroyed. Adult lice die after about 5 minutes at that temperature. Anything that can't be laundered, so things like soft toys, let's say, should be sealed in a plastic bag for about three weeks. Gives the time for lice to hatch and to starve. Many supposed, supposed rather, cases of infestation are in fact due to imagined lice or misdiagnosis or just simply inadequate or inappropriate treatment. Reinfestation may result when young lice, which had not hatched at the time, uh, of the first treatment emerge before the second application several days later. True reinfestation is usually from a close contact in the family or community. If the first cause of treatment has failed, then a second course using a different preparation should be considered. It may be advisable to do this with appropriate medical supervision. The uh, knit nurse routines that used to be commonplace in schools were actually shown to be quite ineffective and are now rarely done. The sending out of the, uh, a lice alert notices by schools is also quite unproductive as most schools will have pupils with lice at any one time. Parents can be convinced that their children have lice when in fact they don't. 
Health authorities leave the prime responsibility for detection to parents. The GP may ask for proof of infestation before any kind of course of treatment is initiated. The proof, such as a louse found after combing, may be stuck to a piece of paper simply with clear tape. Just one thing to add as well uh, to round this podcast off is about applying chemicals that's really important. Hair dryers should not be used after applying lotions. A contact time of about 12 hours or overnight is actually recommended for lotions and liquids. A two-hour treatment is probably insufficient. Aqueous or water-based preparations are thought to be better for asthmatic patients than those that are solvent-based. So small children shouldn't be exposed to the alcohol fumes from some of the lotions. It's actually advised that treatment is repeated after seven days to ensure that all newly hatched lice are destroyed. And products claiming to repel the lice are absolutely not recommended. So just a little bit of advice there about how to prevent the spread of head lice and reinfestation. So a little bit of a shorter uh, podcast, if you like, more of an introduction to just head lice, their treatment and prevention of recurrence. If you've got any questions, as always, get in touch at kytospology at gmail.com. All that remains for me today is a big thank you to everybody for listening. Until next time.